This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. And so, and so I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you guys today about the dime. Is that okay? Can I talk to you about the dime? Listen, here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to stand, but I do want you to grab your Bibles, grab your Bibles. And I want you to go to the book of Malachi. Go, just go to Matthew and then go back one. Go to the book of Malachi chapter three. Go to the book of Malachi chapter three. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all, this is probably going to be one of the most impactful sermons that I ever preached to you. And for many of you, this sermon is going to change your life. It's going to change your life. This is going to be a life changing message for, for many of you who are here. Many of you will be hearing what I'll share with you today for the first time. Some of you, this will be, um, kind of an, kind of an overview, but for, for a lot of you, this is what I'm going to share with you today is something that you uh, may have, may have never heard of. Now, glory to God. Um, I need to preface this by saying, I've always wrestled with Malachi 3. I've always wrestled with it. I've always, I've read it, I've heard it taught, I've heard it preached, but I've always, I've always just kind of struggled just with understanding Malachi 3 and understanding what it means, what it means for you and what it means for me. Um, but I believe that God has given me a revelation that I think is going to not only help you, but I think it's going to set you free as it has set me free. Amen. So there's some things I'm going to share. Malachi chapter three, look at verse number six in your Bible, or if you have it on your, um, your, your electronic device, look at it. Malachi chapter three, verse number six, beginning at verse number six. And Malachi is speaking as the Lord is speaking to him. And he says, for I am the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O you sons of Jacob. Verse number seven says, yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me. That was always strange to me. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said in in what way? Shall we return? Verse number eight. Will a man rob God? Question mark. Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? Question mark. In tithes and offerings. Verse number nine says, you are cursed with a curse. For you are, you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Verse 10 says, bring all the tithe. Everybody say all the tithe. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food or meat in my house. And prove me or try me now in this. Try me or prove me this day, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out such blessing. Everybody say such blessing. That there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. So that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. 
nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you are a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Let's pray. Father, thank you now for this word. God, you have to preach this. Father, I thank you for the revelation and for uh, what the understanding that you've given to me. Now, Father, I pray that you would help me to convey and clearly articulate this revelation to your people. Father, I pray now for breakthrough. I pray for a breakthrough anointing in this place. Father, I pray that this day that you set the captive free. Now, Father, I pray, God, that you would organize my thoughts and organize what you've given me to say, God, that it may come out succinctly and clearly. Father, I pray that you would arrest and bind, and I pray that um, you would you would hold back anything that would try to hinder, delay, or deny what you're about to do in this place this afternoon. So, Father, I pray that for the ear of the hearer today, that you would allow everyone to hear what you are about to say in this place. Now, Father, speak your word with clarity, with authority, with conviction. And, Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Listen, be, before you um, relax too much, will you look at three people and just tell them this? Give God the opportunity to bless you. Just, just, just three people and just tell them. Give God the opportunity. Give God the opportunity to bless you. Will y'all pray for the little preacher? Give God the opportunity to bless you. Give God the opportunity. Listen, we are in a season, and I, and I talked about this this past Wednesday. We are in a season of transition. Everybody shout transition. That means we're moving from one place to another place. We're moving, uh, uh, not only, not only geographically are we transitioning and moving from one location to another location, but, but we're also transitioning mentally. Our thoughts are trans, uh, are transitioning. Uh, our minds are transitioning. Um, the, the way our love is transitioning. Uh, uh the, the way we give, the way we handle each other is transitioning. Everything is going to another level. Touch somebody and tell them, I'm going to another level. Just, just tell them, I'm, I'm going. Um, whether you whether you understand what that really or fully means or not, the reality is if you're connected to this church, God is pushing you to another level. Well, we're transitioning. We're transitioning to another level. Now, as as we as we transition to another level, um, God told me to deal with foundation. He told me to go back and he told me to teach some things foundationally, do some foundational teaching. Because if you're building a house, the most important part of the house is the foundation. If the foundation is faulty, eventually the weight of the house is going to crack the foundation and you've got to go back and do a whole lot of more work to get that foundation right. My son-in-law called me several years ago when he and my daughter were getting ready to buy a house and uh, this this was a huge house and then I, I asked him, I, I thought it would, the house was too much for them to afford and I said, well, I said, well, how much, how much is the house? He told me how much it was and I couldn't believe it and I said, how can y'all get a house that size for that little money and here's what he told me he told me it's because we have to go back in and do some foundation repair and I said okay I see what they're doing they, they cut the price of the house because the other half that the house would have cost you're about to put that in the work of the foundation Glory to God. And so, so the, the reality is, is, is as we move forward, if we don't move forward with a good foundation, it makes no difference how many members show up or how many people we add. If the foundation is not right, then everything eventually is going to crumble because of a faulty foundation. 
So now we have to go back and do some foundational teaching. And last week I, I told you guys, I told you guys, you know, uh, the purpose of the pastor and what a pastor means and, and how you handle your pastor, and how your pastor handles you. And so we kind of talked about that. And, and today I want to go back and do a little bit of more foundational teaching. I've always wrestled with Malachi 3. Always wrestled with it because I was taught Malachi 3 legalistically. I was taught it legalistically. As many of you were, you were taught it legalistically as well. In, in other words, in other words, you were taught like me that if I didn't tithe, I was going to be cursed. That if I did not tithe, then that was going to be a curse upon me. And so, and so initially I tithed because I was scared. I ain't want no curse. I want no curse on me. So yeah, so oh yeah, I tithe because, but, but what, but what, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think that, that tithing because you're scared, I don't think that's God's intent. I, I just don't, I don't think that, I don't think that's the original intent of God. And I need you, I need to help you guys understand something. That, that as, as we, as, as we look at the text, as we look at the text, watch this. Um, um, Malachi is speaking for God and he says to them in verse number seven, he says, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Watch this. He said, return to me, he's talking about giving. He's talking about the tithe. He's talking about this. He said, return to me and I will return to you. Now, wait a minute. That, that, that jumped off the page and it stood out to me because God is saying that, that if, if, if you're not tithing, it is just like you've walked away from me. Huh? If you're not tithing, he says, it's, it's as if you have walked away from me. Now, now I want you to understand. I want you to understand. I want you to understand this. Now, um, give me a camera. Give me a camera. Where's the camera? Now, I want you to understand this because part of my responsibility is to make this so plain and so clear to you that when you leave, you can go teach this to somebody else. Now, watch this. Here's what God said. Now, for everybody in this room, everybody in this room, you have two options. Come here. Come here, camera. Now, you're going to, you're going to face life. The reality is, is that there was a curse that was issued in the earth. Back in the book of Genesis, when Adam and Eve fell, there was a curse that was released in the earth. There was a general curse and specific curse. Say general curse, specific curse. So there was some general curse. There was a general curse that was given. So Adam and Eve, so, so then sin comes into the world. And because sin comes into the world, now we have famine and we have, we have killings and we have, we have uh, burglaries and we have a lot of, lot of sin that happens in the world as a result of sin just being in the world. Then there were specific curses. Then he cursed Adam specifically. Then he cursed Eve for specifically. Then he cursed the land or he cursed the ground. And he said, now as the, as the, as the uh, ground gives, gives away to, uh, to the, the fruit, now with thorns and thistles are going to have to come out of the ground. So, so now this curse is in the earth. Now watch this. The curse is already in the earth. Glory to God. Here's what God said. Now, you have a choice. I have a choice. Mankind has a choice. Mankind is going to experience life. Now watch this. Mankind is going to experience life over here. Mankind is going to experience life right here. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to work. You're going to make money. You're going to do all those things. Mankind can experience life over here. So mankind is going to experience life. No matter where you go, mankind is going to experience life. But, but watch this. But watch this. Here's the difference. You can either experience life with God or 
You can experience life without God. Wait a minute. God said that if you're not tithing, it's as if you've walked away from me. So he says here, return back to me. And then, and then, and then, guess what they asked? Guess what they asked? They said, wait a minute. We ain't going nowhere. We're just right here. How did we leave you? And, 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 and wherewith, or, or how are we to return back to you? In other words, we have, watch this. We haven't left the church. We're still showing up every Sunday morning. We're still members of the church. But God said, watch this. You showing, you showing up for church, but you've left me. Because he says, he says, he says, where your money is, that's really where your heart is. You want to know where, you want to know where a person's heart is? Look at their back statement. Cheddars? Wingstop? Dillers? J.C. Penny, Amazon, hello. Y'all see? Y'all saying? Look, look at the word because I'm, I'm I'm looking right here at the word. God gave me a revelation of this. I'm looking at the word, and then He said, when He asked us, "How shall we return?" Then He asked the question, "Will a man rob God?" Yet you have robbed me, but you say, "In what way have we robbed you?" And He says, "In tithe and in offering, in tithe." And an offering. So he says, when you come back, you get the tithe life right. You've actually come back to me now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Listen. Now listen. Now listen. Y'all get the revelation. Don't miss the, don't miss the revelation. Touch your neighbor. Don't miss the revelation. Don't miss the revelation. Don't miss the revelation. Okay. So, so to do life without Jesus causes you to be under the curse that's already in the world. So now you are cursed with the curse because you don't have the curse breaker rolling with you. I'll explain to you in a minute. I'll explain to you. I'm going to give you some proof text in a minute. Because, because now you're doing stuff on your own. Now when you go through some stuff, you're going through by yourself because you're not in covenant. You're not in covenant with me. So so now when your car breaks down, now you got to get it fixed because you're not in covenant. You're, you're, you're not in covenant with me. You, you, when all that stuff go through, all that stuff go on in your life because not, because tithe is a covenant between you and God. Now, can I explain this? And y'all, y'all roll with me. I like to use analogies and, and analogies are not, are not always perfect. And sometimes you have to use an analogy to try to help people to understand. And I like using analogies because analogies help me to understand. And I pray that you understand. Listen, so this is just analogy. Y'all don't, don't hate on me. Keep loving me because, you know, I have to, have to use some things to kind of help you understand some stuff. I need you to understand. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, uh, if, if, if something were to happen to my house, I am insured. I have insurance on my house. If something were to happen to one of my vehicles, I have insurance on my vehicles. Watch this. I have insurance on my body. If something were to happen to my body, my wife is going to come up. 
Now, if something happened to me early, have her investigate it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, listen, don't miss the revelation. Don't miss this. What I'm saying to you is, if, if something happens to me because, or happens to something that belongs to me because it's insured, then the insurance company has to cover it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They cover it because every month I pay my premium. Y'all be, y'all don't miss the revelation. Don't, don't miss, don't miss the revelation. Don't, uh, don't miss the revelation. Y'all, y'all don't miss it. No, don't let it go over your head. They, they cover it because every month I, oh, I'm preaching good. Let me pat myself. Listen, listen, listen. Because every month I pay my premium. And as long as my premium is paid up, I don't have to worry about a lapse. Y'all missing me. I, I don't have to worry about a lapse in coverage. Can I suggest to you that tithing is just a premium for the best insurance that you could ever have in your whole entire life? When you give your tithe, it's actually paying for your premium. We just read it. God said, I will rebuke the devourer. In other words, I'm going to put some insurance on you, baby, to make sure that everything that you have, everything that you need is covered. Tell somebody and tell them, give God the opportunity to bless you. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I got some more revelation for you. Tell somebody, I said, Pastor, I got some more revelation for you. He's got some more revelation for you. Listen, listen. Yeah, y'all roll with me this one. Roll with me, roll with me, because a lot of good things are happening. Roll with me, roll with me, roll with me. Here, here it is, here it is, here it is. Will a man rob God? I, I thought about that for a long time. I thought about that for a long time. I, you know, I'm kind of analytical that way. And so when I'm thinking about something, I have to know how it works. When I was a little boy, I used to look at the television, and I try to figure out how them people get inside that little, that little bitty box. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that one, that one, y'all. I took my little radio apart because I thought there some people standing in there singing. I wanted to see that little stage on the inside. How in the world are they doing that? I, I need to know how it works. I want to know how it works. So, so listen, as I was thinking about this, kill a man. So, so, so robbery, robbery, in, in our minds, we think about robbery. You take, you take some type of weapon, a knife or, or a gun and watch this. You, you take from this person, leaving them with a deficit. Hmm. You take something from them and now they are less than they were. Or they have less than they had before you showed up. I cannot take anything from God that will make him less than who he is. Because, because even if I want to take it, it's still his. Because the earth, oh, I got some preachers in here today. The earth is the Lord's. Y'all, y'all preaching good. And the, so that means every, that means that, that the earth and everything in the earth belongs to God. So watch this. There is nothing that I can take from him by robbery that will make him less 
than who he is. So what does he mean? How do we rob God? Because I'm, you know, I'm like God. Matter of fact, me and my wife talked about this other night. I said, babe, I'm wrestling with this thing. I got to figure this out because this whole robbing thing, I, I got to know because, because I, I can't, I can't stand God up and there's nothing I can take from him that will make him less of God. If somebody robbed me and they took my wallet or took my money, then I'm, I'm less that, uh, that money now becomes a deficit to me. It becomes less than what I, than what I had. They took something from me. So watch this. Here is, here is the revelation God gave me and it, and it, and it turned my life life around because I've always heard this from a legalistic standpoint I've always heard this text legally it blessed me watch this do you know how we rob God we rob him of the opportunity to be a blessing to you God I got three claps I should have got a little bit more than that. I'm hoping about six, but I got half of what I wanted. We rob him of the wonderful opportunity to be a blessing to you. Watch this. Watch this. God doesn't need our money. God don't need our money to, to build church on purpose. God don't need our God can do it supernaturally. God can send a bird with money in his mouth. He did it with a fish. Come on, man. Y'all better talk back to me in here. God, did, So watch this. Here's what God said. God said, watch this. I rebuke the devourer, but I'm not doing it for my sake. I'm doing it for your sake. Because I'm trying to get a blessing to you, but you're not cooperating. Why? Because you're not paying your premium. Tell somebody, say, don't you let your insurance lapse. Don't you let it lapse. Some, y'all in here now. That's why they have people like the general. And them little cheap insurance that show up. Because when you let your insurance lapse, you got to try to find somebody to give you some cheap insurance. <laughs> some of you, some, some of you, your, 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 your God's insurance has lapsed. Does he still love you? Of course he does. You know, is God still gonna, is he still gonna, gonna bless you in some area? Yes, he is. But, but guess what? You're not in covenant with him because you're not tithing. She gets quiet. That's okay. Look, 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 look. So, so, so he said, when you're not tithing, you are away from me. He says, return to me. Come, come back. Now watch this. Watch this. Check this out. Check this out. Here is, here is what helped me to know that, that, that we are um, we're robbing him of the opportunity because he used tithe and offering. The tithe belongs to God. You're just returning that back to who is rightfully, rightfully. Oh, you're returning the tithe. But the offering, the Bible oftentimes called the offering free will offering. That that's give what, what you've purposed in your heart to give. And God said, wait a minute, you're robbing me of the, of the free will offering. Well, how can I rob God of a free will offering when I'm giving it out of my own heart? Well, what you're robbing him of is the wonderful opportunity to be a blessing to you. We're, we're robbing. Now let's, now let's, 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 I'm, I'm going to give you some proof text here in just a minute, some proof text. Uh, but what is the tithe? What is it? Tithe, the word tithe means tenth or ten percent or tenth part. A tithe is ten percent of all financial increase. Everybody say all financial increase. 
I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about, I'll tell you about that here in just a moment. Where should you take your tithe? Where should we take it? Um, Nehemiah says to the storehouse. Many people have asked me this question, say, Pastor Love, you know, can I pay half my tithe over here and pass my tithe over Give my half my tithe. My mama will pay tithe on half my bill and all this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, if you want your insurance or that. Um, the, the tithe should be taken to the local church where you are a member and where you are being fed. Where you are a member and where you being fed. Glory to God. He says, when you do that, there'll be meat in my house. Listen, when, when y'all show up on Sunday morning, y'all ain't eating no snacks. Come on, man. Y'all coming for some meal. Listen, this, listen, this is, this is, this is some steak and some gravy I'm giving you guys right here. Glory to God. So you give it where you're a member and where you're being fed. What's the purpose of the tithe and the offering? What's the purpose of the tithe and offering? So there will be material and financial provision to finance God's vision in the local and the universal church. So that there will be material and financial provision to finance God's vision in the local and the universal church. The universal church is all the churches in the world that are open in his name. So that God can do the work that he needs to do. Now watch this. Now watch this. He can do it without us. But God has chosen to allow you to be a part of the blessing. I had some friends of mine came up to me one time and they said, they said, uh, you know, we're, we're going to make an investment. The investment is going to be, I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, we can make the investment by ourselves, but we want to know if you would like to be a part of the blessing of this investment. That's what God is saying to every one of you. He said, I can do it on my own, but I want you to be a part of the blessing of the investment I'm about to make in the kingdom. And so God is saying to us that we, that we've got to get back in this tithe thing. Listen to this. Um, Genesis, you don't have to turn there. Genesis 28 20. Listen, it should be up on the screen. Genesis 28 20 says, then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. Watch this. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house and all, and I better say all, and all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Many people say, many people, you know, I've heard all the arguments and I've, I've, I've debated and went back and forth and read and a lot of study about the tithe. And so the tithe is under attack. There are people in the world who don't tithe. They're trying to tell you not to tithe. How are you going to tell me to do something that you're not doing? Listen, you know, I, 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 I wrestled this morning with bringing a can of wasp spray with me this morning. I, I was I was going to bring a can of wasp spray with me. Ask me why I was going to bring it. Because I was going to tell y'all how well this particular can of wasp spray. Y'all, I said wasp. We call it wasp. Okay, I just, because some of y'all look at me like y'all know what I was talking about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> y'all looking at me like, what is a wasp? What is that? Yeah, Walsh, W-O-S-S, Walsh, just, yeah, just, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, Walsh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I was thinking about bringing a can of Walsh, Walsh spray 
with me. <laughs> because, because I was going to show you, I wanted to tell you that, watch this, I used it. And it works. Because I was going to use the wall spray to talk about how I use tithing. And it worked. Y'all pastor be working, boy. I'll be working. I'll be working. I, I, because I, I want to show you, I want to tell you that tithing works. How do I know? Because I've experienced it for myself. I've experienced the supernatural protection that goes along with being covenant relationship with God. I've experienced it for myself. Jacob even said, whatever you give me, I'm going to give you a tenth. Now watch this. The tithe is not given to invoke God's blessing. It is given in response to God's blessing. We don't, we don't give saying, well, I'm going to start tithing so that God can bless me. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the, that's the wrong reason. You're giving for the wrong reason. You give because you have been blessed. I've already been blessed. And I've, I've heard, I've heard people come to me and say, you know, well, well, I don't have enough to give and I can't pay this and that and that and this. And I said, listen, if it's in your heart, then you'll, you'll make, you'll, 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 you'll honor God first and then trust God and watch what God does in your life. And then that's hard for some people. And some of you, you've got to pray up to that point. And I know that some of you, you know, you're married and, and you want to give or your husband don't want to give or vice versa. And that becomes difficult. And that's something that you have to pray because I don't, I don't want, I don't, I, watch this, watch this. I don't want you to tear your house up, but I do want you to obey God. I, I do want you to obey God. Keep that in your mind. Now listen, listen. Y'all remember, remember, remember when, when, when Joshua fights the battle of Jericho. Remember when, remember when the walls of Jericho come falling down? Oh, y'all listen to this. Uh, and it should be up on the screen. You, 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 you put this in your notes. Joshua chapter 6, verse 18 through 20. It says, and you, by all means, abstain from the accursed thing. Stay away from the accursed thing, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed thing. God is telling, he's telling Joshua, when you go to fight this battle, listen, Jericho belongs to me. That's what God said to Joshua. Joshua, Jericho is a tithe city. Jericho is a tithe city. He says to him, he says, um, uh, make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. He says, but all the silver, the gold, the vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Verse number 20 says, so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. God said, Joshua, you're going to defeat every city. That's around every army that tries to attack you. You're going to feed it, defeat it, Joshua. But Jericho belongs to me. Everything, all the spoil that you get from Jericho, you bring it to the treasury. Bring it to the storehouse because that city belongs to me. There was one dude went into the camp, stole some of things that God said belonged to him. Took them to his camp and hid it in his tent. 
They had another battle that was coming up. They had to go fight Ai. Ai was a little small camp. They didn't have a big army. It was just a few soldiers that was there. And uh, they went somewhere. So when Joshua said, man, we, we all of us don't have to go over there. Y'all can go defeat them. Take a couple of, a couple of hundred soldiers. Y'all can go defeat Ai. They went to Ai. Ai whooped the brakes off of them. Them jokers came home. They, they helmet was all busted. They swords were broke. They clothes was all beat up. They came back. They said, what happened to y'all? How y'all, how y'all let AI beat y'all? Joshua said, wait a minute. Something's wrong. That's sin in the camp. Glory to God. That's sin in the camp. You know why sin in the camp? Because they, because somebody in the camp took the, took something that was offered to the Lord. Took it that was offered to the Lord. Many, many of you are having financial troubles right now. You know why? Because you're taking something that, that, that belongs to the Lord. And so, and so you lose, you lose the blessing. You lose the covering that God has for you. And yeah, your, your business doing good right now, but just, just wait a little while until Satan gets busy. And you don't have that divine protection. Over your house and over your business and over your company because you're not tired. You don't, you don't have that divine protection of God. God, God has always, God has always tried to help us to see how important the tithe was. Even in the garden, God was trying to help us to see how important the tithe was. Because he said, of all these other trees, you can eat. But that tree, don't mess with. Glory to God. In other words, in other words, you can spend the 90, but the 10%, don't mess with that. The 10% belongs to God. That, 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 that keeps you in covenant relationship with God. Keeps you in covenant relationship with God. Look, look at Proverbs. You'll see it on the screen. Proverbs chapter 3. Write this down for your own personal notes. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits. Everybody shout first fruits. Of all, everybody shout all. The first fruits of all your increase. Watch this. And he said, if you do so, your barns will be filled with plenty. In other words, everything you need is going to be provided and your vats will overflow with new wine. God is saying, if you, if you honor me with the first fruits of all your increase, I'll make sure you're good. Don't mean that you're not going to have some hard times. Don't mean that the money's not going to get funny sometime because it will. But God promised that when the money gets funny, I'll be right there with you. That's what he said. I'll be right there with you. And I'll make sure you have the favor that you need to go through whatever hard time you got to go through in your life. I'll make sure. I'll, I'll make sure. And God said, but you got to give me the opportunity to bless you. You got to give me the opportunity. Now watch this. Now, now here is the part of this teaching that I wish I had heard 20 years ago. Because I've missed out on so many opportunities for God to bless me because I did not have this teaching. What I'm about to teach you right now is going to be revolutionary for many of you. What I'm about to say right now is going to take you and your life to a whole nother level. God's about to do something supernatural in your life. Now watch this. Now watch this. What constitutes as all increase? Or what constitutes as increase? We've got to ask that question. We know the first fruits mean uh, when you first get it. Deanie said something to me uh, last last week that made sense, and I didn't ask her if I could share this, but I'm, I know Deanie wants to know that she, she'll be okay with it. I, I was talking about I was talking about the church's app, uh, the church center app, and I and I and I said I made a statement one Wednesday, and I said you know the app is really good if you don't have cash or whatever. I said but you know um, make sure that you're still bringing your your offerings in. And Deanie said to me, she said, Pastor, she said I like the app. 
Because whenever I get something, I can go to my phone right then. And I can go ahead and tithe off of what I just got right then. So I'm giving God the first fruits, not the last fruits. Made a lot of sense. Watch this. So what is considered increase? Y'all better write this down or listen to the podcast. What is considered increase? Number one, income you earn from your job or other legal means of income. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to just say it. You just put it on out there. <laughs> I think they're picking up what I'm putting down. Income you earn from your job or other legal means of income. Number two, profits from sales. If you sell something, the profit that you make from that sale, you should tithe. Why? Because that's increase. That's money that you didn't have. That's increase. Dividends from investment. You make investments and the investments pay you off or pay back. Then you should tithe off the dividends from that investment. Why? Because it's increase. That adds to your financial stability. It adds to your portfolio. Um, watch this. Watch this. This one, this one right here, this one right here really got me. It got, this one got me because I missed it so many times right here. Gifts from unearned income. All y'all that put that big old baby clip, that baby safety pin on your bosom. And you have all that birthday money. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, somebody. Don't feel bad. I missed it too. Don't feel bad. I, you know, I, I got that little money and I thought that was my money. I don't have to tithe off my birthday money if you want the coverage. Depends on what level of coverage you want. How much coverage do you want? See, I got quiet. Y'all mad about that birthday money, ain't you? Look at y'all. Y'all so mad. Don't worry. Scholarship refund. When you get that little kickback, y'all might well say, man, I'm trying to help you. I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to open up more opportunity for God to bless you. Y'all got that little, y'all got that little rebate money, boy, and y'all spent that money on whatever y'all want to spend that money on. And you know what? You should have done. You should have went and you should have took a tithe. You took 10% out of that and say, God, I honor you with this. And watch what God would have done in your life. Watch what God will do. In your life. Check this out. Check this out. Look at the next, look at the next one. Money you find. <laughs> well, look at y'all. Look at y'all looking at me. That's increase. That's increase. If you're in a parking lot and $300 roll by you and you grab it real quick and you look around. Now make sure, let me say that. Make sure you try to find out who money it is. At least ask a few people for conscience sake. Some of y'all slick. Joker being the checkout line in front of you, drop some money, you put your foot on top of it. (laughs) 
Don't tithe off that. <laughs> now you keep that. <laughs> Money that you find, income from settlements. If you go to, go to court and you get a settlement, income from settlement, you know what you do? You honor the law. Why? Because that's increase. That's increase. Now watch this. Now watch this. Here's a beautiful thing. When your, when your tithe starts to increase, that means the blessings have also increased. The blessings have also increased. Now watch this. We, we cannot transition geographically and not transition financially. We are going to another level. We can give on this level the way we gave on that level. God is transitioning us to give at another level. I've been challenging myself to give. I've been challenging myself even to be a better, to be a blessing to people who need some things. And don't come to me after service talking about you need something either. Let's, 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 let's talk. We all laughing at. <laughs> let's talk about insurance money. Talk about insurance money. If you're in a car auto accident, something happens to your house and you get, you get, uh, you, you get a settlement from insurance. Watch this. Watch this. You don't have to tithe off insurance money. You have to tithe off that. Except the part that's left over because insurance money was designed to fix your car, fix your house or put those things back right. You have to tithe off that, take that money, get it back right. If there's anything left over tithe from that, because that's now becomes increase. That becomes increase. That's increase. Let's talk about what you should not tie. You should not tithe from. You should not tithe from borrowed money. You borrowed that money. You got to pay that money back. That's not increase. Yeah, that's debt. That's right. Borrowed money or stolen money. Don't tie stolen money. Or money obtained from illegal activity. Hint, hint. Glory to God. Next question. Is the tithe taken from the gross or from the net? The think about it like this. Think about the net as a fish net. The, the, the net is what you bring home. That's your bring home. And the gross is what you, what you got paid before, before the government put their hands in it. That's that top, that number way up at the top. Yeah, not that number you get way down at the bottom. And I'm way up at the top. So watch this, watch this. Now, now there's no scripture reference for gross, gross tithing or net tithing, um, non-optional taxes or, or, or non-optional. You, you have to pay tax. You have to pay that. Now watch this. There, there's a huge debate about which one, which one to tithe from. Now here's, here's what I believe. <clears throat> here's what I believe. I believe that if you tithe from the net, if you tithe from what you bring home, then when you get your income tax, you should tithe from your income tax. If you tithe from the gross, when you get your income tax, you're not obligated to tithe from that because you've already tithed from it all year. You've already done it. Then in that particular case, you just purpose in your heart and you give an offering and then you watch what God does even with the offering. Luke chapter 6, you see it on the screen. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, 
pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. God said, try me and see if I won't do it. See if I won't bless you. Just try me in this and see. Give me. My, God said, I dare you to give me an opportunity to bless you. Jimmy and Chalk was talking about this a couple, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and he was talking about, we were talking about Malachi. And, and, and I like the way he explained it. He said it like this. He said, God said that he would open up windows, plural, to pour you out blessing, singular. He'll open up windows, plural, to pour you out blessing, singular. He said that what this signifies is that the blessing that God gives you is going to be so huge that God's going to have to open up multiple windows, multiple streams of income in order to get this big old thing down to where you are. He's got to open up multiple windows. And that's what God is saying to you. Give and it shall be given. Good measure. Press down. Shaking, shaking, shaking together and running over. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. You'll see it on the screen. My last scripture for today. Um, Luke 16, 10 says, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. In other words, if you're faithful in the least, you'll also be faithful in much. And he was unjust in what is least. Is unjust also in much. God is looking for faithfulness. Check this out. Hey, listen to this, and I'm, and I'm closing. I'm done. Here's what God said. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your name, for your, for your sake. Check this out. Here's the cool part about God. Listen to this. Um, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 30, you don't turn there. First, first Samuel chapter 30, when David and his army, they've been, they've been with the Philistine army and they, and, uh, the Philistines didn't want them. They kicked them out. So David and they, they got back to Ziklag. When they got to Ziklag, they realized that the Amalekites had been there and the Amalekites had burned their entire city down. They had burned the whole town down. Not only did they burn the town, but they had stolen all the women and children. God said, I'll rebuke the devourer. The thing that comes to destroy you, God said, I'll rebuke it for your sake. Listen to this. David was a man after God's own heart. He gets there. The men spake of stoning David and killing David. David encouraged himself, inquired of the Lord. Now watch this. David inquired of the Lord, said, shall I pursue? Shall I overtake them? Shall I prevail? God said, go pursue. And he says, you shall recover all. Now watch this. Check this out. God, I rebuke the devourer. The Malachites came to destroy him. Destroy his family. Destroy his livelihood. Destroy his integrity. Destroy everything. Now check this out. David goes after the Amalekites, catches up with them, destroys their army. Watch this. He now collects everything that they had stolen. No one's wife died. None of the kids died. Everything that they had, God protected it. And gave it right back to David. Because God said, I will rebuke the devourer. For your sake. God said, whatever you go through, don't worry. I've got you covered. When you're in covenant relationship with me. 
God said, I've got you covered. Now, some of you in here, this is this is brand new teaching for you because I understand that God has called me to reach people that that usually don't go to church. And I get that. Some of you been in church a long time and you've never heard what I just said. You've never heard any preacher preach about and preach on what I just said. You've never heard this before a day in your life. But here's what I'm saying to you today. I encourage you. I've watched God bless me and my wife. And it's because of the tithe. It's because I'm in covenant relationship with God. Covenant relationship. And I've learned how to tithe over the years. I've been tithing since back in the 90s. And I'm watching God. Listen, you, you guys are in part a result of that tithing. The building that we're going to has been part a result of us tithing. All of us tithing. Many of you guys are doing an amazing job tithing. But there are some of you. I get it. You kind of waver. You kind of get off track a little bit. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you today is don't let your coverage lapse. Don't have a lapse in coverage. I pay my car insurance every month faithfully because I don't want a lapse in coverage. I don't need a, I don't need a debt space where if something happens to my vehicle, then it won't get covered. I don't want you to have lapse in your life like that. Is God gracious? Sure he is. Is God going to take care of you? Sure he is. But God needs us, needs you to be in that covenant relationship with him. Will you bow your head silently? Nobody move. Father.